0: T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com Now on back to our service. Welcome to Ten Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana and today we're going to be in the book of Psalms. Psalms 23. We're going to be doing the 23rd Psalms. It's a familiar passage of scripture that most people know. But, we're going to get a better understanding about it. Right? That's right. Alright. So, we're going to start off. Psalms 23 and 1. And it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So, what does that mean? Lord is my shepherd, mm-hmm. I shall not want. Yeah. That means that God is leading us, and we don't want for anything. That's right. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to want for anything. Knowing that Jesus Christ is our shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. Dealing with that one scripture, you have to understand that the Lord is Lord and Savior over you. That's right. As the shepherd, he's tending you. Right. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which means everything that you do, he's watching, he's making sure you stay comfortable, he's making sure that you are fed, right? Right. He making sure you stay out of trouble. He making sure trouble don't come near you. This is what it means to claim the Lord as your shepherd. You see. I shall not want. Now as I shall not want, that means I don't want for anything. I don't need anything. God supplies all my needs. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The interesting part about that it says, I shall not want. It doesn't say that I will not want. Mm-hmm. Shall mean, I really don't. I shouldn't want because mm-hmm. God supplies all my needs, but I do. Right. I got wants that I want. That's not necessarily good for me. Mm-hmm. I still want it though. Right. right, right. But God gives us what we need, so I really don't need anything because God supplies all my needs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say God supplies all my wants. Right. But because God supplies all my needs, I realize I don't want for anything. Because mm-hmm. I just let Him supply it. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is an all-in understanding of what it is to just let it go and let God. All right, that's it. Let it go and let God. Well, don't you need to get you a new car? The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. But don't you need to get this? The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. That doesn't need. That doesn't mean you don't need the things. That just means that you trust God to give it to you. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be upset that I don't have these things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about what I don't have mm-hmm. when God supplies all the things that I need. All right. 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 This is being all in. Yeah. It says, he he makes me lie down in green pastures. And then you think of a green pasture and it looks so nice. And I'm just laying in the grass and I'm just looking up at the sky and everything is above. And I am just content. Right. That part is true, but the other part of that is the first part of this. Mm-hmm. He makes me he lie. <laughs> this means I don't go willingly. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. What God does is get you out of your own way mm-hmm. when you're not doing right with yourself. Right. We was talking about this. Uh, it was a scripture. That uh, one of the ministers I put on Facebook today, and we was talking about it just a little bit, you know, and we was writing back and forth about it. And um, she had wrote in the scripture about how God will open a door that nobody, no man can close, you know. And God will close a door that no man can open. And then, I think we talked about this too, Wednesday. In our Wednesday class about how God will, that that includes you. So when God closes the door, for you, mm-hmm. it's for your own good. So you won't try to go backwards. Right, right. You can't go back and do the same stuff you was doing before. right. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you try to go back and do something that you was doing before and God has locked the door, conviction sets in and you get away from the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It. He saves you from yourself. Right. But I was, I was okay when I was back there. You can't go back there no more. Mm-hmm. We even talked about the Egyptians. The Egyptians, they can't go back to Egypt. Right. right. God split the Red Sea for them to get across. Mm -hmm. They can't do that on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. Unless they swim back and they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. You can't go back. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Another case, we can't... We uh, Noah couldn't go from the, from where he started to where he ended up, mm-hmm. and get back in the in his ark and go back to where he came from. Right. What gonna happen? No, 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 no. That trip was done. Right. 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 Like Mother Gail said, it was a wrap. There's a wrap for that He makes me lie down In green pastures God makes you lie down You don't want to lie down You ever see little kids When you tell them to go to bed And they don't want to go to bed And they kicking and screaming Because they don't want to go to bed But as soon as they lay down They go straight to sleep Right. Why? Because you knew That they were sleeping Right Cause as a kid, you know them better than they know themselves. Right. God made us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. That's right. That's right. And He makes us lay down, and we be in those green pastures. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, this is where I need to be. Right. 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 He leads me beside the still waters. Right. He makes me lie down in the green pastures and then he says he leads me beside the still waters. Mm-hmm. Now as he gives you, as, as he guides you to these still waters, uh, the waters that you used to, moving back and forth, tossing and turning, going all kind of ways, right? Mm-hmm. You're not used to that. That's what you're used to. Mm-hmm. You're not used to the calm waters. Mm-hmm we used to waters that's tossing and turning and moving us all in different type of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But he leads me beside the still waters. He gets you to understand that there's a better way. Right. You don't have to keep on going back and forth with these waters. Right. I'm going to show you some still waters. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you some quiet waters. Right. There is a better way. Cause up to this point, you have to understand with two, with uh, with two. You a mess. Right. Right. He makes you lie down in green pastures. Mm -hmm. He leads you beside still waters. Because he's taking you to a place where you ain't never been before that's more peaceful than a place that you come from. Right. Right? You're a mess at this point. So he makes you lie down in the green pastures. He leads you besides the still waters. Mm-hmm. And now that you have calmed yourself and you understand, what does he do? He restores your soul. Now, what is so interesting about restoring your soul? The interesting thing about restoring your soul is that you didn't know you had depleted your soul. Right. your soul is depleted. Mm -hmm. This is how much of a mess you made for yourself. This is what God does when you come to Christ. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you get saved. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because when you first get saved, you're still tugging with both the world and being saved. You want to be with God, but you still want to do these things over here. And God pulls you and lays you down, mm. make you lie down mm. in these green pastures and stay away from all this dark mess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then he, then he leads you beside the still waters understanding that it was a better way than what you was doing. Mm-hmm. And then he restores your soul back to the way it was supposed to be in the first place. That's right. God. Right? Uh And then it says, Uh and as He restores your soul, He says, He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. He does not lead you down the path of righteousness until He restores your soul. Mm. Mm. You can't go down a path of righteousness with your wrong self. All right. Okay. You see? Mm. So you have to be restored. Mm. Renewed. Reborn. Okay. Right? Right. And then he leads you down this path of righteousness. Understanding for his name's sake. For Christ's sake. This path of righteousness is only one path. It's only one way. And people try to get you to believe that there's more than one way. Mm -hmm. Why would God, the one God, make thousands of ways you can get to Him? It doesn't make sense. It's one God, and He gives you one way. That's it. That is it. Right? If God gave us a thousand ways to get to him, Mm -hmm. he would have gave us a thousand Christs to follow. Mm. (laughs) Right. Wow. But he gave us one way because he gave us one Christ. For it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So he understands, if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, when I'm walking in my sin, and I'm walking where sin is around, and I'm walking in a place that's dark, in this dark place, I will fear no evil. This is the confidence that God installs in us about Christ. Right? He says, even though. Because I know I'm going to walk through some bad things and I'm going to be going through some bad places and I'm going to be doing and I'm going to be seeing some bad things. But even though I'm around all of this bad stuff, I'm not going to fear evil. Now, what does it mean to fear evil? That means you get to the point where you see evil and you fear it so much, you join it. You start doing what they're doing because it's easier for you. Mm. You're so afraid of what will happen that you just join in. Mm-hmm. This is why it's going to be, and is right now, a great falling away from the church. Yes. Because this evil that's in this world... It's intimidating to people. Mm -hmm. And they'd rather join in than to be set aside. Mm -hmm. That's why you see churches doing doing dances and stuff that people do out in the streets. Mm -hmm. That's why R&B songs sound just like these new gospel songs. It's all intertwined. And then they try to justify it. We do too much. Because we're trying to fit in. But you cannot fit the church in with the world. It's not supposed to fit in. And then you see like a church -like, like Hillsong. You saw how the church was a hip church. It was geared towards young kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it was so worldly that the pastors was doing worldly things. Mm -hmm. And they fell off. Mm -hmm. And then all of the the churches disbanded. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, Oh, wow. Everybody that's in the church is, I can't believe this happened. It wasn't a church. It never was. Because its roots was not grounded in Christ. Its roots was grounded in fitting in. We have to do better. And people don't like... Boy, well you know I don't want to worship the old way of church mm-hmm. or I don't want to uh I don't I don't like church the way you do mm-hmm. no, no. I don't worship the way you worship no. but it's only one Bible right right mm-hmm. and then these people that say these right. things don't even go to church at all right, <laughs> right. or right. They don't go to church. They don't read the Bible. They don't study their Bible. They don't even know the Bible. No. And they try to tell you how to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is we listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We allow people to tell us what the Christian church is supposed to be like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. Why? All right? I don't. Because I don't fear no evil. Right? Right. David makes this abundantly clear. He says, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I can see him walking through this valley, and there's all kind of things in there, and it's dark, and it's creepy." he don't fear no evil while he's in there. Why? He says because for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. The rod and the staff. The rod of truth. Because you have truth on your side. Right? Mm-hmm. God says you know with the rod and the staff. The staff is the thing that—that that is the truth. The rod is the thing that keeps you in line. That's your conviction. Right. Right? Spare the rod, you spoil the child. So God says it's going to be a rod and a staff going with you at all times. Mm -hmm. Right? So I have a staff going with me at all times. Here's the interesting thing about the staff. When you go to work, you have helpers. Mm-hmm. Your helpers are called what? Your staff. staff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right? Right. This is the staff. Right. So God always sends his staff, his workers with you. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is with you. And the rod, which keeps you in check. Mm-hmm. Bible scriptures. Mm-hmm. Study it. Mm. conviction, right? Holy Spirit, all of that is your rod. Mm. It's the thing that keeps you in line. And then you have the staff, which is the Holy Spirit, that's walking with you at all times. Mm -hmm. You have these two things with you. He says, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. These two things keep me in line, Mm. and they keep me going, and I'm glad that they're there. They comfort me. Now, these two things do one thing. Mm -hmm. Comfort. Mm -hmm. Right. They both comfort. Mm -hmm. So the rod and the staff is Christ because Christ is the comforter. Right. 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 Right? Mm Amen. Right? Because you have this rod. Which keeps you in line. And you have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's walking with you. Well. What's keeping you in line is the Bible. The scriptures. Is keeping you in line. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is one. That's telling you. And convicting you about this. right? Right. About these things that you read in the Bible. They both make up. The word of God. And the Word of God is Jesus Christ. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right? Everything goes back to Christ. He says in 5, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. God shows you off. Mm. He shows you off in front of your haters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God does that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. God does it for you. Right. right. He prepares the table mm-hmm. before you. Mm-hmm. He said, you prepare a table for me mm-hmm. in the presence of my enemies. Mm-hmm. Right. They get to see the glory of God on you. Right. They get right. to see the blessings of you of God on you. Mm-hmm. They get to see all the things that they talk about you about. They get to see why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Why you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Why you bless the way you bless. Mm-hmm. Right? God says, and so David Whoa, says, in the presence of our enemy, he says, you anoint my head with oil. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You anoint it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we forget that. Right? You anoint it. Mm-hmm. David can say that because his head was literally anointed. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. But this goes for everybody that is in Christ. A lot of times we don't realize how anointed we are. Mm -hmm. And we let people tell us that we're not. Mm -hmm. So we hide our gifts and don't use them Mm -hmm. because of what people said. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm Right. Right. This is what I mean about fearing no evil. I anoint. You anoint my head with oil. I'm anointed. God says, touch not my anointed. And do my prophets no harm. Right? This doesn't just go for pastors and leaders. It doesn't. This goes for everybody in Christ. Everybody in Christ. Hear me out. Everybody in Christ. (laughs) This is just not for pastors. Mm -hmm. This is just not for bishops. This is not just for apostles. This is just not for leaders. This is for everyone. Everyone in Christ is anointed To do something. Mm That's right. When he pulls you out of the world, he pulls you into Christ. Mm -hmm. You are anointed to do something. He didn't bring you out just so you can sit there and just take a ride with the rest of Mm us. That's right. (laughs) No. Everybody's in there doing something. You have an anointing on your life to do something. Whether it is an usher or a nurse or singing in the choir or something. You're anointed for a reason to do something. Even if you're a janitor in the church, maintenance person, you're anointed to do something. People are like, he's just a janitor in the church. The church itself is anointed. And God appointed you to fix it. Right. right. That's not a job everybody has. That's right. right. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. We forget how everything in the church supposed to be, supposed to be anointed. Right. Everything in the church supposed to be, supposed to be holy. That's right. Including you. Right. <laughs> including you. <laughs> okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You anointed my hair with oil. And now my cup. My cup. It says in the in the in the uh, King James Version it says, My cup runneth over. hmm ESV it says my cup overflows. Can you imagine so so when you they say because I know a lot of people when they first come to Christ mm-hmm. blessings just start happening back to back to back to back. It's like God been waiting on you to come in Christ and once you got there okay now I got to start feeding you all this stuff that you should have had a long time ago but you wasn't in Christ <laughs> but now I can give it to you and they just start coming they just start flowing out. My cup wow. overflows. You get more than what you need. Wow. Right? Wow. You get more wow. than what you wow. need. Six mm-hmm. says, Surely. Mm-hmm. Surely. And he, and, and when he gets to this point, you got to understand David. Wow. David is very emotional. <laughs> he is. In the, in the scriptures, you can read how emotional he is when you really dig into these scriptures. And you understand, in the presence of my enemy, you anoint my head with all my cup running over. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. All the time. God's goodness and His mercy is following you all the days of your life hey, hey, hey. you know what i'm saying yes. yes look look yes surely goodness and mercy yes will follow me all the days of my life and then he says and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever yes. right He is confident in the way that God treats him and the way he believes in God Mm -hmm. that he will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm -hmm. And that is the confidence we're supposed to have in Christ. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to give ourselves that much confidence that we are doing what we're supposed to do in Christ. That our main objective is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And the only way that we can do that is if we make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior and repent and be baptized in the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. To give us that feeling, that solace, that peace Mm -hmm. of dwelling in his house forever. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you. And knowing, Father, as we go through those scriptures today in Psalms 23, uh, this is how you treat us and the confidence we're supposed to have as we move forward in our walk with you we thank you and we praise your name for sending your son Jesus Christ to down the cross for us and now we have a chance at everlasting life we thank you and we praise your name in the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ we pray and say amen amen stay blessed and faithful